rodeo fans, and welcome to episode seven of the Short Round, the official podcast of the Canadian Professional Rodeo Association. I'm your host, Wacey Anderson, and I know it's been a while since we last caught up, but we are back to our regular scheduled programming, and I cannot wait for us to fire up again and get back to it. So we're making our way through the winter rodeos with San Antonio wrapping up this weekend and Houston kicking off in just a few days' time. We've had a lot of Canadians in the mix of these winter rodeos and making some moves in the world standings. So on that note, Let's have a look to see where we have people sitting in the top 15 so far this season. So in the saddle bronc riding, we got Zeke Thurston coming in at number 10, Colby Wanchuk at number 11, Ben Anderson at number 13, and Logan Hay at number 14, with a ton of other Canadians kind of in that, that 17 to 25 range. Um, I expect us to see some more Canadians jump into that saddle bronc riding top 15 as we move to the season. We have a solid, solid crop of Canadians heading down the road this year. Um, in the steer wrestling, we got Stephen Culling, making a case for a second NFR. Um, he's making some big moves, making some big runs here, the Texas swing of the PRCA schedule, and we will see him compete in the San Antonio final later on this weekend. In the breakaway roping, we got Shelby Bojley Medjed, the reigning world champion. She's coming in at number nine in the breakaway world standings, and watch out for her to have another huge season and contend for a second consecutive world title. So if you want to keep up with how our Canadian crew is doing south of the border, Head on over to the PRCA website. They have all the standings, results, news, anything you need to know there. And also stay tuned to the Projo Canada social media pages. We're always posting constant updates on how everybody's making out. And posted videos of highlights of good rides and runs from these winter rodeos as we get closer and closer to the start of the Canadian Pro Rodeo season. Um, yeah, we're almost there. So we almost made it through the winter. And it's going to be an exciting season up here in Canada. And I cannot wait for it to get started. So without further ado, it's going to take us to this week's interview. This week, I sit down with cinematographer and video director Meng Lee of Make Line Productions. Meng has had a huge impact on the rodeo community through the videos he's shared and his creative style over the past few years. You may have seen him working at the CFR. He's done some work with the Cowboy Channel. He's done at the NFR. He has a really, really, really kind of changed the game in what we know of rodeo coverage and highlights you've, you've probably come across his page and seen some of his videos of the greats like Zeke Thurston and Logan Hay and Dawson Hay and uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of his and it was a pleasure to work alongside him at the CFR and I'm stoked that he took some time to sit down with me this week so enjoy the interview and we'll catch you on the other side thanks Welcome back to the short round. I am stoked to welcome this week's guest. You may have seen him running around the arena during the CFR, and he is the man behind Makeline Productions, my pal, Meng Lee. Welcome, Meng. How's it going, my man? Doing good, Wasey. It's always a good chat, <laughs> man. I miss you. It was so much fun doing the CFR with you, and, you know, it's just one of those things I wish. that I mean, This is the beautiful thing about rodeo. You meet new people, you, you know, you just excited to see them at the next rodeo. You yeah, yeah. And I haven't got a chance to see you yet, so I know it's coming. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, it's you wish it happened all the time because it's the rare occasion where you get everybody together in the same same room and and get to spend a lot of extended time with them. So yeah, I know what you mean, man. It's I haven't really been to anything since the CFR, and I've really been missing the the rodeo family uh, since the CFR. So no, I I feel that man. I'm stoked to get to see you again, and it's nice to catch up on this. It's a, it's a fun way to for us to stay connected virtually. Likewise, yeah, it is. It's like it's one of the gifts of rodeo, you know. Mm -hmm. It comes with rodeo. You get to meet people, become not not part of your, not not blood of your friend, but become like the but can become blood of your friend. I mean, <laughs> I'm like that. That makes yeah. Sense. It's it's like the it's just like it's like the brotherhood of the rodeo, right? Like that's one thing. Like especially and like I'm sure you've come to know this in the time you spent around it. And I've grown up around rodeo my whole life, and the people you meet, like it's genuine connections you get. Like I've had people I've met when I was really young rodeo and I still keep in touch with and I'm friends with and friends that I've made along the way and new friends like guys like you where I, I feel instantly connected to you but there's like that brotherhood there where you do anything for those people in your corner right well man it's hard not to like you because like <laughs> first time I seen you I was like man this guy's wearing like he's so stylish in there I'm like man that's <laughs> like you know that there was a time when I used to dress like that too and I'm like and then you were you came in there with the coat and you know very just you know just very to me very uh very very respectful to the sport you know and uh that i was kind of jealous i was just like wow <laughs> i'd like to come in the rodeo like that oh, you know? 
And I, I might, well, you might see me one day these days. I'm just gonna put a put a coat on on top because I, I saw you and the boys rocking cowboy hats in Vegas. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that they they wouldn't they wouldn't let us in there without it. Let's say that. <laughs> and like, I have this thing with the cowboy hat right now. I don't want to wear one because I don't feel like I've earned it yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you know, like you guys all have gone through all your rodeo counts and. I'm like, man, I've really only gone to like a couple, you know, <laughs> and uh, I'd like, I really don't feel like I'm at that. I'm at, uh, I'm at the grace of, of being able to wear that yet. I haven't like, you know, I haven't, I haven't even put my 10,000 hours yet in there, you know, well, I, I, at least, at least on the travel. <laughs> well, I, man, safe to the work that you've done in the time that I've been following you and stuff. It's, it's been pretty cool to see just to see the rodeo through your lens, man. It's been really cool. So I'd say you're well on your way, or if not, haven't already earned the right to wear the cowboy hat. So I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give you the step of approval now. So, but it's, it's been really <laughs> cool, man. I, I love your work and I'm really excited to kind of dive deeper into that as we move through this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I thank you, man. It's always, it's, it's, I'm always like scratching my head. It's like, wow, why do they really like it? I think, I think it's, I think it's a, like, the big thing, like for me is you know we haven't seen a lot of it in rodeo like like when you came to the cfr you were the like one of the first people ever to shoot in the arena like you have and then the way you share your content and it's really consumable and it kind of shows people a ride or a run like frame by frame but it's in a video form and it looks really nice that it hasn't happened in in rodeo like ever i think that's we're coming into a new um what we say era or generation of rodeo in that way where we can really showcase and tell you can tell a really cool story in a 40 second clip yeah yeah it's i i like it all started for me just trying to help out the sport right like mm. i never had imagined it was gonna you know where i can go to a rodeo and people will come up to me and say hey are are you make line productions? And you know, it, it's, it's unfathomable for me. It was just like, I just hanging out with the zero gravity cowboys, those guys who like, they taught me rodeo. They mm-hmm. taught me, they taught me the sport. They taught me the values. They taught me, um, you know, the, the, the beauty of the sport. And I just remember being outside of the fence, just filming them from outside, just going, man you know you guys could really like benefit from film studies you know like real film studies because it's such all rodeo to me is very well well articulate and to where like the the general public besides the timed events you it takes some time to really to really see the beauty of the sport mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know that just came out that I mean that that gave me my style of slowing things down and like mm-hmm. really slowing things down so that you can see what I coined to call cowboy vision to see the to see the excellence in the seconds you know that that happens just so quick that you can't you can't savor you know well, it's, and it's cool because it kind of appeals to both sides of the fence. You could say like the guys in the arena doing this work, it happens so fast and they can only, and from my experience, you can only remember so much of an eight second ride, but when they have you there, they can go back and watch their ride, their eight second ride in 40 seconds, which is a really cool thing. Cause you can kind of see everything that's happening. And I'm sure you have had guys pick some parts, pick themselves apart sometimes on their rides, but then you go to the other side of the fence from a fan perspective, it's like a person who's never been to a rodeo before they're watching these events happen. They don't really know what's going on, but they can stumble across your piece of content and kind of see the all the moving parts and what's happening. And I just think it's such a fascinating way to kind of attract new people to the sport and give like lifelong fans or, and contestants kind of a another lens to look through when it comes to what they do and when what people are consuming. Right. I just feel like very grateful, first of all, to, I mean, especially, uh, you know, to, to, um my my really really good friend mentor uh george eater because he was a person who showed me the true meaning of progression right and just allowing creativity to, to flourish and like 
you know, who would allow a person to come inside of the arena like that, you know? And it was just, yeah, it's unheard of. And uh, I I mean, I remember all the guys looking at me like, you're fucking crazy, man. Are you sure you, <laughs> you're going to die, dude? Everyone just had that look. If you're fucking crazy, I'll go in there, man. And I, but I was like, because I've, I've been kind of like, uh, kind of, uh, I had some experience with some bowlers before where I got too close and they were like, man, you're getting away with my money, man. And I, I was kind of like worried I was going to create that same effect to get inside the arena and be like, I might, I'm afraid of getting in, in you know, getting in the way uh, of, you know, them uh, earning their checks, especially at that time when I was in, so I didn't know, like, man, these guys don't have contracts. Like, mm-hmm. don't, you know, the only way to make money is to win, like to, to win. And you can go home empty handed. And I'm like, wow, I'd hate to be the reason why you did, mm-hmm. you didn't, I'd, I'd kill myself, especially if that's, that's the way you make, you made your living, you know? And, uh, um, but it because of George, I like got to go inside and and you know rodeo allowed me to develop my style in filmmaking and it taught me filmmaking. It really did. I wish I could. I mean, one of these days I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna show like my very first clips, and it was just you know I mean yeah there's yeah just bronc riding and just I had no idea what was I was looking at. I it just looked like a horse running across. Yeah. arena from the beginning you know being an outsider coming to the sport um uh, but like there was just something so genuine about the community and the people and you know the the love of the animals and um you know just to see cowboys just talk about one horse like religion you know <laughs> and they would break yeah. down the horse i'm like dang man you guys like these animals are are I mean, these athletes, you know, that's the first mm-hmm. time I ever experienced animals as athletes. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, wow, like, wow, that's, that's so fascinating. You know, uh, just how, how come no one's like telling these stories about it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I, then I learned the other side of rodeo too. It's this exclusive club. That's it's the exclusive thing, man. Club. That's a, it's a, it's something that I've like battled or talked about lots and just like kind of been conflicted about throughout my involvement with rodeo like for me like I grew up in it and my my dad rodeoed and I grew up in a ranching family so it was an easy in for me but for someone like you who doesn't come from like a rodeo background it, it can be that have that exclusive club and if you're not a member it's hard to get that membership or hard to kind of feel um accepted or, or involved and I think we need to find a way to kind of lower that barrier with rodeo because it's, it's the only way we're truly going to grow and expand but I think what you're doing and what a lot of people are doing right now is kind of a right step in that direction. I think it's inevitable that it's going to do that because it's such the values there are so, are so, uh, so pure, mm-hmm. so pure to uh, not only American history, uh, uh, Canada history. I mean, this, 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 this planet's history, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, my greatest shock was I remember when, uh, we put out a video and it was one of the practices. First time I seen the million views, I was like, what the heck? And I looked at the analytics and I was like, what the heck is from everywhere? Yeah. All yeah. over the world. Mm-hmm. And the majority was like from Brazil. Mm-hmm. And, I, and and they were like Indonesia. It was from Asia. It was from Africa. And I'm sitting here going, oh my goodness, there is a world that I am not aware of mm-hmm. that is right in front of us. Well, basically anybody who takes care, who takes care of, uh, you know, uh, who, who has the ranch life all over the world, you know, yeah. there's something, there's something there that if, if, if you're not, if, if you didn't, you weren't raised in it, you would not understand it. You know, um, the closest way I can explain it in, in the Asian, in the Asian culture, we have what we call the sunrise philosophy where, um, uh, you you work before the sun rises and then uh you you work until the sun sets you know and you know the ranch life is that you know there there is no nine to five it's just this the next day it's the next day next day and and the values it takes to be able to do that Mm -hmm. you know um 
it's 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 a universal or, language it's universal sense, right? yeah yeah it's yeah. universal yeah it's and i think and i think the people being cowboy is cool again too like you know like the yellowstones and kind of the resurgence of country music in the past couple of years like it's it's been oh yeah it's been really cool to see like but you look watch the grammys last week beyonce was wearing a cowboy hat like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. was really cool Leia del rey announced a country album like post balloon singing country songs like there's it is cool to be a cowboy and cool to be country and i think it's such a huge opportunity for the rodeo and, and even like what you guys did in san diego like the a, a rodeo in that ballpark is historic right so i think like i said we, we have such a unique opportunity right now to really showcase the sport and grow it and get it to the masses yeah, I've I've I really feel honored and privileged to have been lucky enough to uh have this part of my life and to have that responsibility to be able to show that to the um show that to outsiders like myself because um I do feel that I I really feel like we're getting the sh- the western shift right now because mm-hmm. the values of the western world is so good for all the individuals right now, you know, who are young. Like I was talking to one of my um uh one of our one of my MMA fighters that uh that was just talking about like these role models that these kids have to that uh these kids are getting through social media like the Andrew Tates and it's like those guys aren't like those guys what they're saying if they're influencing the youth right now by the masses, that's a huge problem because no one's thinking for themselves. They're letting other people think for them. Yeah. Right. Where's the integrity? Where's your integrity for yourself? Right. And uh, I feel, I feel like the, the real, the, you know, the real and genuine, um, you know, hard, hard work ethics and values are you know slowly making their way back and the western community uh, the western culture in america to me was the is the root of that mm-hmm. right how mm-hmm. america started you know so, so i think i think a lot of people like want to know like kind of your story and how you got involved with rodeo i know we kind of touched on it earlier but like is that kind of the same what drew you to like taking a crack at rodeo or was it the involvement with the beaters or what, what how did like how did you get it, that that first step into the arena with the beaters or, or they just like where'd you see it first how'd you get involved I, i'm always so curious when people come from the outside how, how they get involved it's cool I, I love it it was by chance man it, it was um the story was i used to work for a nonprofit, and uh george had donated some money and uh he had a chance uh in that donation package came the opportunity to uh, get a video uh so um, I got to meet George and um, at that time I was really in my the stage of my life of wanting to become an entrepreneur and wanting to build you know grow more than who I was uh, my personal development stage was very 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 strong well and, and just and, sorry just trying to interrupt you just before you go like you like you always haven't like video and cinematography always hasn't been your thing right like you and I kind of talked about the CFR or was that, oh is, yeah is, uh, video video I mean, music has always been my thing. Right. It yes. started with music. Yeah. Yeah. It started with music. When I was 16, I was remixing music and DJing. And then I got into music production. And the, uh, uh, video has always spoke to me, but it was it was not as accessible as it is today. And then it finally became accessible. And um, uh, I, I've been at it for probably nine years. And I still feel like it's day one. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like I don't know anything about it. But yeah. Um, and then so you had, you had you had you had your chance with with the Veeders mm-hmm. after a little sidebar there, and then so how did what happened after that? Oh, I I I sat down at that time. I was really searching for a mentor, like a real mentor, somebody that has done it. And George Veeder was that guy. I'm out of my. I never thought it'd be a cowboy, right? That would wow. that would that would show me the way, right? That would just point me the way to become the best version of myself, and um. Out of that, he showed me the cowboy culture. Mm. And uh, I'm Hmong, and our Hmong culture is very similar to the cowboy culture. I think when you guys see somebody with a real buckle, a real cowboy hat, mm. or I think you just see their hands, and you 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 recognize, you know, you recognize another cowboy, and 
you guys get the sense of family already or a sense of trust. Mm-hmm. It's like that with our Hmong community. When we see another Hmong person, we just know that uh, we can trust you. We genuinely have this instant connection. I, I something I can't explain, but I I, I mm-hmm. see that I see that similarity with you guys too, in that culture. It, and it, the the Western community kind of reminds me of my own, my own community. It's a strong knit community, and I mean it. Everybody knows everyone, you know. Yeah, no one's yeah. not too far. It's a small, no. it's a small world. It's a, it's a big world, but it's a small world, right? Like everybody's connected mm-hmm. somehow. Or if you don't know somebody, you'll you'll find a way to meet them and introduce yourself. It's kind of neat that way. It really is. That's like one an, another another byproduct of the community that I I I just feel so like grateful to to be to be involved in, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, like. I just, I mean, from the amateur guys, they would talk about these certain, the certain athletes, you know, like they'll talk about Wade Sundell or, or um, the Wright brothers. And then all of a sudden they're right there in front of you too. And I'm <laughs> going, what the heck? I'm Damn. like, I'm fanboying. Yeah. Yeah. These guys talk about them and they're like, man, you can go up to them, man. Yeah. They're, they're not- so accessible, man. Yeah, they're super accessible and they mm-hmm. don't see you the way they don't see themselves the way you see them. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh they're it, it is not the way that, you know, the standard media has has uh, uh has uh brainwashed you to assuming how people at, at elite levels are, yeah. you know. When I th- and I think it's 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 going back to what you're talking about with like just the way the culture is like you you're a lot of everybody in this life lifestyle is like raised to treat people with respect and and give them your attention and and introduce yourself and look you in the eye and all that kind of stuff and I think that's what makes kind of rodeo unique in the sense it's like we're and I think part of it too is these guys aren't they they aren't getting paid millions of dollars to do this like they're earning their money the hard way like so it's not coming easy to them but they they appreciate anybody who takes an interest and they want to have a conversation with you and they're not gonna they're not gonna blow you off they're gonna you're generally going to sit there and have a conversation with you and make you feel welcome. And it's, it's such a cool, cool thing. And I'm, I'm very proud to be a part of it. And it's, it's cool to see how it's, how it's transpired and how people even like, even like with, with you, like it's people welcoming you to the community and look what you're doing for us and you're helping grow it. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I feel like that, like was so cool. Me just seeing, like, I didn't know cowboys take their hats off for it when they see women, you know, and see <laughs> I'm sitting there going, dang, man, that's that's such a gentleman thing to do. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, it's a, it's a simple gesture, and it goes mm-hmm. such a long way, right? And yeah. I'm like, wow, man, the way you guys respect women. I'm like, man, that, you know, s- simple things like that. And then your word is your bond. I was like, it's so good to see that again. Mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. for me, it's just like being able to speak your mind. Yeah. And the integrity, because I come from a culture where we – try to save your, save your, spare your, spare your feelings and try to lessen it, le- lessen the truth when, uh, and then, you know, living like, living that way, the opposite became so like, so refreshing for me to hear people tell you what you needed to hear, mm-hmm. not out of, not out of disrespect, but out of respect to help you progress, Yeah, you know? And that was like super refreshing for me because, you know, uh, the, the communities that I grew up with, everyone just says it's okay. You're 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 doing good, and that like all that did was just uh it, it made you accept who you are for 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 uh whatever stage that you're at, and it didn't it didn't give you a direction a direction to go besides being okay where you're at. You know, that kind of make you be a bit complacent or like build some complacency in yourself. Yeah. uh, And and I think it's unintentional, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it's just like good, it's just good gesture. Mm -hmm. It's just Mm -hmm. good gesture. And, you know, uh, we've kind of, I mean, I I truly believe we live in the best times of human, human history is just really, I mean, we get get to complain about so much good things right now, right? We can complain about politics. We can complain about, you know, just just things that, uh, you know, I I know that my my ancestors would be like, wow, you guys are complaining about uh, what do you guys get to eat tonight, you know, and <laughs> yeah. what food's not yeah. good, you know, yeah. so it's just like, 
it is it's refreshing to it's refreshing to be around around the but for me it was just because it's just like the uh a world that i uh for me that i needed i needed to find my tribe that uh that was outside of my uh my tribe because i couldn't grow anymore and mm -hmm. it happened in the, the western community and i'm still like i have no clue what's going on I'm trying my best. <laughs> I'm trying my best. I'm just lucky I get to film it and slow it back and, you know, get to see it, see intricate details. And uh, the people that have, you know, the people from uh, like, uh, like Lefty Holman, um, uh, Dawson, uh, Dawson Hay, uh, Zeke, um, uh, uh, Reed, uh, Reed Neely, Yuhiru, uh, Scott, uh, um, these guys, uh, I mean, especially uh, the I, the the one guy that taught me a lot. Actually, I gotta I gotta give his name as as Joe Willoughby. He was our pickup man. That um, we uh, when we would have our practices mm -hmm. at, at Georgia's Ranch, he would he he was the straightforward guy that would tell you what to work on. Yeah, and um, he would always he. You know, he, he would always just tell straight to you. And that to me is very elating to be able to um, be educated in that sense, you know, because I know some, I, I know for some people with the scarcity mindset, they don't want to give out their secrets. Mm -hmm. They want to give out their edge, especially in a sport like this, where I, I just like, I just could not believe that, you know, it didn't have more animosity mm -hmm. because, mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to go home with there's a there's a higher chance of you not going with a check <laughs> yeah you know exactly. and yeah and how, how could you not be cutthroat enough to make the you know the the tables in your favor you know mm -hmm. and to to see it to see that you know this sport is actually the total opposite everybody's rooting for each other mm -hmm. everyone's supporting i didn't get that in the beginning but now i do because uh, to really understand a sport, you got to go from the beginning. You got to go from mm -hmm. the you got to go from from the families, uh, the the youth. You see them roping, roping dummies, you know, uh, uh, sorting cattle, uh, the branding. When you see that, then you understand why they all are, are supportive of each other because they all know the next guy is going through the same thing too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and um, and they're competing against that animal. They're competing like they're. Like obviously there it's a competition for win first and be the champion. But a good example would be like Zeke's world title run in Vegas. Like him and Cade and all these guys are battling it out, but they're they're high fiving and cheering each other on the whole way through, man. Because like, they they just don't like they have no control over the outcome of what Zeke has no control of what Dawson's gonna do. Zeke has no control of what Logan's gonna do. It's it's pretty neat that they that's just kind of how it is with Rodeo. Like you're you're in that you can only do what you can do and you can't worry about anything else. I think that's one thing I've taken from my life with rodeo and I still apply it to my life now, what I do. And it's, it's like such a freeing feeling and I'm, I'm a lot more stress-free because of it. Yeah. Cause it's just like, to me, there's just so many people to root for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so hard not to like a guy. And then like, and this sport forces you to become intimate cause you got, you, you have to travel on the road, man. Oh yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of in-between times between, uh, you know, rodeos to where you have to get to know the, the guy next to you. You know, it's hard to not, not get the chance to know them. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, uh, you get to a rodeo and, you know, you want to celebrate, man, when you win. And then when you lose, you, you, you want to cheer them up because, you know, you know, it's onto the next one. And uh, it's, it's, it's such a, it's such a, a an intimate affair and at the same time, such a, um, to me, such a, uh, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, I mean, it's a, uh, it's, it's such a privilege affair, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. a privilege affair to be able to be born in that life. And uh, I remember Lefty telling me, man, man, you should have been born a cowboy. And I'd like, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't really grasp that yet, you know, because mm -hmm. you know, I took it from the ego perspective, like, you know, it's it's fun being a cowboy, mm -hmm. but like I from the from the deeper roots, I'm like, yeah, man. You know, uh, I would have, uh, I would have, I would have loved to have 
been raised with that value and see that value come on really because i mean i i was a piece of shit growing up man and um those part those values part would have corrected me better than um my asian mm-hmm. values mm-hmm. because um uh, i love my parents uh they they were immigrants coming to america i'm an immigrant too uh <clears throat> we came to america we had to learn america together and mm-hmm. um uh is it wasn't like how uh, it was where, where I was born in Thailand, where you know we um, to get food we would have to farm. In America, you know, we're pretty privileged. Mm-hmm. You could come, you could come here <laughs> poor and be on a welfare system and work out pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from from a third world country to here, you're like, damn man, this is awesome, man. What do you got? What do you got to work? <laughs> but um, uh. uh yeah, I when Lefty told me, you know, he should have been a cowboy. I I saw that as just like, yeah, how how cool would it have been to have had those values growing up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, have having that compound and then see see who you were, or who who I could have been at this age. But um, better, better late than ever, I guess. Though, right? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I'm like, for me, I think it's so cool to have someone like you, like who you're so passionate about what you do and you're, you're really accepting those values, but you're still bringing like kind of an outside lens, which I think rodeo needs more of it. Um, it's easy for us, like for all those who've been involved and those who worked in for so years to get, like go back to being complacent, you know, like we, like we don't want things to change. We want it to stay the way they are, like they're fine the way they are. But I think for things really to progress and get better, we need more people like you in the mix or more people with like with a growth mindset kind of, in the fold to, to really kind of take it to that next level. And we kind of talked about that earlier, but just kind of forcing at home that fact that it's, it's such a huge thing to have, like I said, someone like you kind of involved with, with what's going on. I'm excited. Like, cause rodeo has progressed a lot from when I first came in, which yeah. I think it was like 2018. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember like the footage that was out that I was There's like, nothing, uh, dude, yeah there was anything. nothing there was nothing yeah. and i was like wow was, was this shot in the 90s like no it was a shot on the <laughs> i'm like what this is this the other day <laughs> yeah yeah that's no, crazy uh, it's crazy yeah. man like it, it's even if even like in the past like two years how much like more access that we have to video and and high quality video and we're like it's the, we're gonna have such a great archive of the past four or five years of rodeo or even the past three years of rodeo as we move forward and it's going to continue to build but it's gonna be so cool to look back on those like the zeke's like 91 at uh, on explosive skies or that video you took of, of um who who is it? jacob lee's on virgil and yeah, jacob lee's on virgil, yeah, yeah like that like being able to go back and watch that in five ten years time is gonna be so cool so i think it's such a neat neat thing that we have this because it wasn't a thing like before covid at all I know. I, I remember when I came in and doing research, I'm like, wow, there's just very little on it. Yeah. Very, very little. And, um, you know, besides the Cowboy Channel, YouTube had very, very little. And, and whatever footage they had, it was very, you know, low quality. So mm-hmm. it was like, it was, it was, it was very, it was very few. And so it was very difficult to learn a sport, but I've, I was blessed to, you know, have gotten to learn the sport organically. Mm-hmm. you know with uh, uh my rodeo families you know the the neelys uh the lawrence uh lawrence family uh the jones family and i mean george veter and and it, they they all really like uh they all educated me uh with an open heart towards it and it took me like four years to to, to just start it to understand it you know well, what's, I mean, what's I been the hardest part for you? Like, what's that learning curve? And like, I know, like you say, it's been tough to like, what's, what are some of the things that you found are like the most difficult to kind of like wrap your head around? Or, and even, and, and even saying that, like, what's been hardest as you like learning and shooting in the arena? Like, obviously you've had to learn where to be and where to stand and where not to be in and kind of keep your wits about you too. Cause it's easy to get lost in the sauce and get yourself into a, to a bind. <laughs> I've been there before too, but I, I'm curious about that. I just, the the hardest thing in the beginning, the hardest thing was just trying to understand what was going on mm-hmm. with the rough stock events. Um, because um, from an outsider, you, you uh, coming in, looking at the rough stock events, you kind of think it's all like bull riding. You're just trying to stay on for that eight seconds. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, the, uh, you know, I, I, I did not get to understand the value of the classic event in Saddle Bronx. It did, it, it did not come right away. 
it probably took me three years to be honest. It probably, it's, I'm probably still learning it. I didn't get the whole setting your feet until probably the third year. Right. Or, you know, just even the mark out, you know, I, I remember like there were a bunch of rides where the guys would come out. I'm like, yeah, man, good job, man. They're like, yeah, I missed them out, man. <laughs> oh, I'm no. like, what? what does that mean? <laughs> right. And <laughs> I know all these guys were just like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, just yelling and screaming, and saying hi to every. I mean, hi. I mean, high five to every everything that he sees, and oh, I'm just man. like, man, I think it's just incredible that you're getting on that. You know, courage <laughs> yeah, it takes yeah. to get on a beast. Yeah. You know, and 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 you know, an animal like an I mean, a bucking horse, man. You know, I just remember hearing the horses come in. For the first time feeling that energy mm -hmm. i'm like oh my gosh and you know just like you can feel you can feel this uh this sense of 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 uh uncertainty of you know who who's gonna win and mm -hmm. who you know and at, at that time i didn't know how to read horses too but now i do i can see mm -hmm. like you can start seeing personalities and you can see like like virgil virgil kind of just you, you know, stick like his head he's the, the shoes. Yeah, he takes all the shoes. Like he's like the badass. And like I remember that ride with Jacobs Lee. He's just before before they rolled him to the last shoot. He's like, nah, I don't feel like it today. I'm just gonna stretch my legs. And then they rolled him out. He goes, You guys want to see something? All right. And then they open the gate, and you know, <laughs> I shows just, out that I, boy. Yeah, just for this. And then you know, he's done. He's just trotting. Once he's done, he just trots back in, man. He's just like so cool wow mm -hmm. but like the audience can't see that right away and that's yep. to me is the the greatest heartbreak right now is leaving the sport to assumptions from the yep. outsiders yeah you no know? i mean uh i like i don't know how much how much of the PETA community comments i get every single day wow and it's too exhausted to like to explain it and i just know that i just have to do a better job in showing the light of the sport Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, it's, it's, and it's giving the access right like that's that's kind of for people who do what you and i do and work in this in this side of the business like we need to give the access to the people who don't have the access to help explain those sides of the thing or else you're going to keep getting those comments having to explain yourself but i think we can get to a point where we're giving the right access we're showcasing how well these animals are cared for and how much they enjoy what they do like virgil's a perfect example of it like you said he Mm -hmm. He's super relaxed and then he trots out of the arena once the job is done. And it's it's so cool to see. But I think we just it falls on us to give that access to the people. Yeah, it's I mean, it's not an easy it's not an easy thing. man. No, no, You're, it's not at all. You know, it's easy said and done. It's like the, the sport is very um, to me. I feel like the uh, the line is starting to to it's starting to blur a little bit because mm -hmm. we are, I, I do believe that um, the sport while the the sport will progress into uh, the general public's uh, public's eyes acceptance because uh, what happened at San Diego was like a clear example of that. Yeah, yeah. Pe people, I mean, I've I thought that was better than NFR. Wow, it was like it, the energy that was just massive. Cool. And and you know, uh, despite despite all the people that uh, that want to stop rodeo. Um, the people that uh are that are open that are giving it a chance like me and uh you know even my even my own family who don't come from a rodeo background mm -hmm. they're just super excited now to you know see 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 the athletes like i mean lefty and dawson they come over to my house and they're just super excited to root for them and you know just see the sport uh the way that it deserves to be seen which is you know, it to me, it's the, uh, it's the cowboy rhythm. I just, uh, the heartbeat that goes through, through through all those guys of just wanting to, wanting to live out the best best life that they can, and those animals are going to give them the chance to live the best life. You know, show, you know, bring that bring the best out of them. And if they're not, the animals aren't living their best life, they're not going to get that. So there's there's a kind of right. Like, there's like a Oh, what's I'm thinking of the word, but it's it's just like you you kind of have that um 
word. I can't think of it. Anyways, you're, you're, you're there. They're, they, they really care deeply about those because without them, they can't do what they do. And so they had, they take that ownership to really like just oh, make yeah. sure that those animals are do are like at the top of their game so they can be at the top of their game. And perform. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stewardship. That's, so what I was, that's the word I was looking for. Stewardship. <laughs> yes. And that's, that's, I mean, the quiet, the quiet culture of rodeo, you know, uh, what I mean by that are, you know, the, the, the conversations that don't get caught on camera are the ones that needs to be, which is, you know, when they, the reverence that they have for certain, certain athletes, uh, uh, of the ranch, uh, the ranch athletes, the, you know, the bucking horses. I mean, I mean, I remember last year's NFR when, uh, Dawson said, man, check this out. I got killed a B tonight, man. <laughs> I never seen him so happy. Right. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to win this. I'm going to win this round. Something special is going to happen tonight. And that night was special. Yeah. That's I cool. just don't, I just, I just, I, I like remember the crowd yelling and screaming, going oh, yeah. loud. And, you know, I feel privileged to actually have learned enough now to understand how difficult that was, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how special that moment was. And I'm just scared that no one else, everyone else outside for the people with the poor assumptions, they're going to see that as a total opposite. Mm -hmm. And instead of seeing how cool was that, how cool was Killer B and how cool was Dawson Hay? You know, both of them brought the best out of each other that night. Yeah. You know, and when those two come together, you know, it inspires greatness, it inspires uh, excellence, and it's, you know, it inspires the cowboy spirit, which is, you know, you can overcome anything as long as you try you know <clears throat> it's it's amazing man and it's i i talked to zeke a few weeks ago on this and we talked about his ride on explosive skies and just like those moments are so huge man like he has to ride this horse he's the best horse in the world and he's the best in the world at what he does but just that all that amount of pressure like it that his world championship rides or dies on that ride right so it's just like mm -hmm. seeing that happen it, it's just such a for, like you said, for the outside eye, it, you it, you hope to one day they can understand the the how meaningful beauty those moments are, and yeah. The yeah, how beautiful they are, and it's just it's crazy, dude. Yeah, these guys work their whole lives, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. like they train their whole lives to do that, and like, mm -hmm. is it? I mean, the, it's, the, it's amazing. That's what Zeke said, man. He said every decision, everything that he's done to this up to this point of his life has been revolving around that one goal and just to be a world champion he's done it four times now which is it's, it's insane it's awesome it, it is it is insane man the sport you know i mean all the sports man all the sports just have this i just have a soft spot for the sacrifices that mm -hmm. they have to make right i mean for like i'm, I'm all all of the sports kind of have their own right to passage to get in there the, uh, i mean their um the learning curve mm -hmm. you know i mean when we started the schools at Vita Ranch, I was like, wow, I've been spoiled. These I, I've I've gotten to see really good Broncos and then the fresh guys when they come in, everyone's flying around like Woody, man. And it's dude, I, I had a similar experience with Jen. Uh so like last year was when we started dating and she'd only like been to rodeos, it's like only her hometown rodeo, which is one of the better rodeos in the country, which never really paid attention. It's like there for a party. But then we started dating and she got the first one she went to me with was the Calgary Stampede. So I got to see the best there. Then we did uh, the Canadian Files Rodeo. Got she had to do all the rounds there. Then we did round 10 of the NFR, the PBR Canadian Finals, like the biggest rodeos in the country. And then we go to an amateur rodeo early in the year, fall like earlier last year. And she watched the saddle run crowd and the guys aren't really spurring. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's not as good as what we've been watching. She's like, why are the guys moving their legs? I'm like, honey you've been you've been exposed to the best in the world it's not how it is everywhere else it's, it's funny you bring that up but it's it's crazy to see after you've been exposed to to all the greats and they're all those like guys who have been to that school of hard knocks and made their way up the ladder to mm -hmm. going back and kind of seeing where it all begins yeah that that is very apparent and like it's uh to me it's been a joy to see that um yeah. I, I, i've gotten the privilege to see like um a lot a lot of the 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 amateurs go up into pro like mm -hmm. i mean i've seen um i've seen reed barely being able to move his feet and then now he's like reed nearly he's get his feet out like whack him 
Oh yeah. You know? and just, Progression is so cool to see, man. I love it. Oh, it's super, super cool. And then we we have Joe Willoughby's son. I seen him start with nothing. Nothing. Uh and you know, he's just, you know, the the fight in their head to trying to, you know, get the mind, the mind right so that they can, you know, get to the point to where things slow down. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you gotta it takes time, man. <laughs> yeah, it takes time. And it's the, the sport's tough because it happens so fast and you can get on to like another week or two and like you have to start all over. So it's super humbling. Yeah. It's super and, but, humbling, and but so much it, happens in the eight seconds, especially in the saddle bronc riding. Like I, I preach this for a long time and a lot of people do too. It's the saddle bronc riding has like the steepest learning curve on the, the rough stock side of things just because you have it's 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 reverse of what you should be doing when a horse is bucking. Like you look, watch any like a ranch bronc rider, like they're doing the mm-hmm. exact opposite of what like Zeke and them tough guys are doing when they're riding with these bucking horses at the rodeo. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it was Joe Willoughby that showed me how to, how the lifting mm-hmm. and he, just, he just had my hands and he goes, all right, man, when I pull, I want you to, I want you to just, uh, just naturally do what you do when something yanks on your hand. And I'll, uh, he pulled down my hand. I pull forward. He goes, yep. That's how you're going to fly right forward. You have to do the opposite. You have to go. Yep. in front give your balance right i'm just sitting there going oh man he goes yeah that's why they're all fine <laughs> yeah that's, that's that part fine. Of it. it's cool man yeah. it's it's funny like I, like watching the like in canada with all like we have the novice events at the, at the our rodeos like you saw at the cfr like just watching those guys you can kind of see the point when they start to figure out that even the lifting side of things and it's yeah, cool, they do, man. cool to see mm-hmm. that progression side of stuff it's it's so neat but yeah man it's wild we're, we're lucky to be able to witness that kind of stuff yeah, I I like I saw to me it's cool to see the guys that they say that can't do it. Yeah. Like oh, you're too tall, man. You're too tall, you're too short. And then yeah. they start they start moving. They first their 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 timing's off. They get they'll they'll get hung up on a few jumps and then all of a sudden their legs start moving. And yeah. like <laughs> yeah. as a as a as a as a filmmaker, I start hearing the music. I start yeah. hearing I always hear Bach. Bach Chell Sweet One, and I'm like, oh, it's happening, like the mat, the the magic's getting to him, like the 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 you know the the gift of the gift of Bronkline is coming to him now, mm-hmm. you know, and um, the, those those are those are part part of the aspects of rodeo that uh uh you know outsiders don't get mm-hmm. where you work so hard, you work so hard, and you know you mind body and spirit right because it's, it's a lot of punishment man yeah yeah well it's, it's, it's the stuff that people don't see man it's the behind closed doors that's what makes the best the best right like no matter what sport it is it's like like patrick mahomes the nfl or Tom mm-hmm. mcdavid in hockey like what those guys are doing outside of the spotlight that's what's making those guys the best and why how they got to that point and how they can say they're receiving that gift of of, of all the hard work put in yeah and it's it's so cool because it's yeah. it's it's me being a dad now like you know i really appreciate the um i really appreciate um uh, things uh the 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 compound the compound gifts that you're giving yourself daily right mm-hmm. you know, and the relationships that you're building with yourself to you know progress and to become better uh <clears throat> i before having the kids i'd i'd uh, you know it it would just be like you just need to get better mm-hmm. you just need to get better but now you start seeing the relationship with learning and I'm an educator myself too. Uh, that's just always been a passion of mine to seeing, seeing how, how you receive the gift of God, right? How, 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 how come when, how come me standing outside of the arena allowed me to, you know, become a filmmaker while, where, you know, if I give a camera to, you know, another guy and have them stand out there, they, they don't get the same thing. You know, the gift doesn't come to them that way. And just to, um, uh, or, or why, why do I have to slow things down where like I, I watch other filmmakers, they keep everything in real time. And I'm like, wow, I'm like, wow, just, it's just, um, uh, the sport of rodeo is just so unique in that aspect that, um, uh, it's a to me. It's just I just feel the honor and privilege to be able to uh, to tell it from my lens, and uh, you know, just I 
it, it to me is still is still surreal. It's it's given me more than I would ever I've ever imagined from from picking up a camera, for sure. Yeah. And I feel like you guys are just getting started, man. You guys are doing some, some really cool stuff. And, and one thing I wanted to ask you is, is like, what are some of those moments that you've captured that kind of really stand out to you? I know we've talked about Jacob on, on mm -hmm. Virgil and Zeke on Explosive Skies, but what are some of those moments over these past few years that you're like, like, that, like super duper proud of that you've been able to capture those and share those with the people? You know, it's actually the stuff that's off camera. You know, it's the love that they show for each other, the the wrestling in the locker room, <laughs> and you know, it's the boys sharing drinks, joking around, you know, just doing things that um, I know that I feel that I am very lucky to be in that space of, you know, especially when it comes to uh, uh, the the top of the tops, and um, you know. It, it's like mesmerizing for me to sit in that locker room and watch Zeke, especially during the CFR. Like Zeke, I mean, I'm super excited to show everybody the documentary that we're mm -hmm. that we at the CFR. You know, I'm still currently working on it. It's about like 80 percent done, and to show the exclusive, the exclusive access to what 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 went on that week for the Saddlebone Cowboy guys, you know, and um, the Saddlebone event and. <clears throat> it's 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 cool filming the stuff in the arena that's like for my ego and yeah. my my like my my seven my my 17 year old self that just wanted to prove myself to everything like uh i was happy at the cfr to uh i mean if if in the arena i guess if for me the things that i think is cool is i just want to show everybody i can film bulls yeah and be, <laughs> you, did, you did it man you crushed it <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, I've always wanted to film bulls, and I was like, man, it's probably easier to film bulls in South Rock because these bulls are just stand right there. The, the hardest part is when the job's done. Yeah, you yeah, that's when you gotta play. watch them, those bastards. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there were a couple, couple, a couple. I mean, real. I mean, one of them got me. One of them got me in my arm. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, um, she was nice. She didn't have any horns, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was during the amateur run. Oh, the bull steer riding. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but um, uh, the stuff that I really enjoy filming is just the behind. You know, just mm -hmm. just on the road. I I mean, the one that comes to my head is when Reed nearly won. Um, he won uh, his circuit finals, and his dad ran up to him. His mom came up to him crying, just gave him a big hug, and I was like, "This is what it's about right here." Mm -hmm. You know all that hard work and all the people that supported him. Like, that's what it's about right there. And it's cool getting these rides too, you know, just, yeah. you know, the, I mean, the Jacob's ride was pretty cool. Hmm. It's, I, it's, I, it's, it's cool to tie those all together though. Like you said, those moments of like, okay, you get the ride, but like, what does that ride mean to that person? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I think that's, that's a really cool like aspect to, to go about it. That, I mean, a cool part about that Jacob lease ride is, um, when it was done, Jacob Lees came up and um, uh, Ben Londo whispered something to his ear, and they like looked at each other and they like they gave each other a fist bump. And I was like, curious, like what the heck did they say? And Ben <laughs> Ben called me the other day and uh, the the following day, and he goes, man, uh, he's like, do you see, do your Virgil videos everywhere? And I was like, what did what did what were you guys talking about? Like I mean, he's like. I asked him if he ever uh, he ever scored higher than 90, 90 points. And he said no. And I said, welcome to the 90 club, man. Nice. And I was like, and I was like man. That's cool. You know, like I, I those moments are special too because mm -hmm. I remember I remember seeing Logan Hay, you know, uh Logan Hay when he when he got the wall, uh when he broke the world record and winning Calgary and what those meant, you know. The ninety club, what what that what that means for them, you know. I remember when we filmed. Um, uh, we were at Mitch Paula's backyard bash, and I remember uh, uh, Kate Bruno winning that, and seeing how that event, even though it wasn't sanctioned, just having him win that, what it did for his affirmation of being a Bronc rider, you know. Mm -hmm. And that to me is the special stuff that, like, I'm like damn. Gotta catch up. And rodeos like a, to film rodeos like at the actual road. You don't know where you need to put the camera 
Mm-hmm. But you better put it on everywhere. And, you know, there's there's not enough cameras for rodeo. <laughs> no, you could have you have a million of them in there. Yeah, there's no. Yeah. I mean, it's such a difficult. There's difficult so much. Go, there's so many things like things going on from like what's going on in the arena, what the how the fans are reacting to what mm-hmm. the judges are looking at. To there's so many like what the announcers are doing, what the the bull riding, what the bullfighters are doing. That you could have endless amounts of cameras and get something cool from every moment that's going on. Yeah, like I mean. I think that's probably why I'm taking so long with the CFR edit because I'm just like normally I'm pretty fast with it. I might yeah. pride myself in my like my 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 fastness of You're my speedy editing. man. It's it's impressive. That's one thing I working alongside you at the CFR. I was I was so impressed with with how you're turning those over and making it happen. It made me want to be better. So I, I like being surrounded by like those type of people. So very cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. I I mean I just like I'm just like damn. I just really want to give the essence of this of this sport out and not like I wasn't speaking to the cowboy channel, you know, cause like they, they, they gave me that wonderful opportunity to come out and film you guys. And I'm just like, I got to do this right. You got to give me time. I, I don't want to, mm-hmm. don't want to just rush and just put out. Everyone's going to love the, everyone's going to love the, the slow-mo stuff. But then like the story, I really want to get that down. Right. And I really want to capture why I love the sport. Mm-hmm. And I know that, um, I'm gonna tell in a way that no one else has because um um I don't know, is I just feel like that's just God's God's way of me helping helping the sport because uh being with George is just like we've always learned that in order to make your dreams come true, you gotta help others with their mm-hmm. dreams. So in this case, it's like I my goal with Rodeo is to make it ubiquitous again, make it a sport well, you know, well well known, which it is already. But now it, it's, you know, we just got to get it to, to me. I'm like, yeah, get bigger than the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, um, man, I mean, the, the, I I was at a, we were at a rodeo in, um, in Springville. And one of the guys, I was watching, I'm a huge boxing fan. And I was watching mm-hmm. boxing. Uh, he was like, man, turn that boxing thing off, man. The NFR is on right now. Let's watch the NFR. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at that time, I didn't know too much. And I was just yeah, like, yeah. the NFR. And, uh, you know, I was too young to know. And, I mean, I was too young in my 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 experience with Rodeo to to appreciate the NFR. And, uh, but, but once you get it, you know, it's just like. You get it, dude. You know, yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's it's no going back, man. No. There's no going back, and I mean, this while I was colorblind too, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see. It. I just like, and it confuses me now too. When I see a cowboy hats, I gotta look for a belt buckle first, see if they're <laughs> see if they're legit. <laughs> yeah, see if they're legit because like I I come right up and you know I find out oh they're just like wearing a hat. It's not even yeah. a wrist. It's not even a real cowboy hat. Ten dollar yeah. cowboy. We know about the whole shaping of hats and all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you it's know? it's so it's such a it's a science, man. That kind of stuff's a science. Yeah. It's, well, it's, so 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 what what was your experience like at the CFR? I was curious. We never really got to have a debrief, I guess. But at, like, it was your first time up there, and kind of your first time hanging around a lot of the Canadian side of things. You probably your first Canadian rodeo. I just I just really want to hear kind of what what you thought of the event overall. Did you have a good time? Are you you going to be coming I, back or what? Hell yeah, I'm coming back, man. Like the so this is a little backstory. At the NFR the year before, the I think it's like 2020, 2021. Um going to the NFR and I saw how like it really scarred me. I like I I gave up on rodeo because of the red tape that was at the NFR. And and you know, I was there pro bono trying to give a gift to the to the sport and wanted to just to give them a a really cool gritty documentary and i didn't get a chance to do that and it broke my heart man i'm just like you know i'm like watching i'm watching you know my really good friends lefty and dawson having a great great nfr run especially lefty and i'm like i couldn't yeah. film it yeah and it broke my heart right it just broke my i got my media pass but then i <laughs> that i only i only meant so little so <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't get you very far yeah you know then going through <laughs> I went to the CFR and I was super cautious. I was like, it's probably the same way up there. And I got there and Keenan and Danny and, you know, all those guys were just open. Like even you, like everyone was just really 
open doors. Yeah, man, we're excited to have you here. Go ahead and go out there and we'll keep you. Uh, you know, like Tanner, Tanner really kept me safe in the arena. He kind of, you know, pointed me, hey, you should go this way, go that way. And even the, you know, um, even the stock contracts were too, they were telling me, you know, directions of, of the horse. Cause uh, I mean, I, it was a whole different experience. I kind of like was like, all right, this is too good to be true, man. When are they going to start like telling me what not to do? And, you know, I, I think it's going to be the greatest work that people that I've ever done. Why am I putting it out? Because of that, the ability of having that freedom and that mm -hmm. having that, uh, the CFR giving me that, um, giving me that uh, open door to have that free creativity. And um, uh, I mean, it's gonna be my gift to Red Deer. I'll always, I'll always be uh, a core memory in my my life and a, a big moment in, uh, in my life too, because uh, uh, it it was it was what I expected to do at the NFR. Yeah. But you know, it it, it had to be the Canadians that that gave it to me, which was uh, uh, completely opposite. And I got to break the Zeke curse. Myself. <laughs> I, every time I feel Ziggy got bucked off. <laughs> now were you sweating when he bucked off the first day? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> there you go again. Brad's getting he's, he's gonna be the one telling you to stay in the arena. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, man. This is you know, and I've heard everybody say, you know, that saying the joke that they everyone everyone says, you know, the, the road to the CFR is through Zeke. Was out, bro. Yeah, and <laughs> he is bucked up the first night. I'm like, oh, there. <laughs> oh shit! I'm like, there oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's me, <laughs> man. The first oh, man. On the road. oh man. And, and then I got to witness the greatness of Zeke. You know, that's um, yeah. It's that. That's when that guy's locked in. You're, there's no beating him. It's <sighs> it's it's super impressive. It was it. I mean, it's it was an honor, and all the guys, all the Canadians. I've already had a huge reverence towards. Um, the the Hay family, mm -hmm. uh, huge reverence towards uh, Wanchuk, Kobe Wanchuk, because it's just he's that silent silent confidence man. And I love I love Kobe man. He's one of my favorites. He's such a good kid. He's yeah, so, a good family. Super like, great. Yeah, he's awesome. You can he's tell a, he's gonna have a big year, man. Watch twenty twenty four. Kobe's gonna gonna make some noise. Oh, I, I I have no doubt about that. And then I got to meet the other guys. Big fan of Dawson Down now. It's so funny. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, I, I I got to really get to see the styles of uh, 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 Lucas. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, I've, I've always been a huge fan of Ben Anderson. Ben Ben was like huge. Uh, he's one of, one of the people that left a lasting impression on me in the beginning. I met Ben early early on when I first started filming rodeo, and uh, to see his progression is incredible. Mm -hmm. yeah, super incredible. And I mean, he's such a fun guy to be around. So funny, oh, so oh, funny. Dude. But at the same time, like, man, when he's in the arena, yeah, he's a man. killer, man. Yeah, he, he is he a dials killer. It yeah, it's so cool. Um, so one thing I I got a good going to hockey here right away, but I want to ask you one more question before we wrap this up. Um, yeah, what's what's twenty twenty four looking like for you guys? Are you got lots of stuff on the go? Can you give us some insight of what you're working on? Where will we see you? Are you coming north of yeah. the border anytime soon? People want to know um, what's going on. Uh, I've gotten a lot of requests to be everywhere, um, and I want to say yes to every every everything. And like this is where I feel like very guilty, and I feel like a, I feel like a fraud being in rodeo because like I'm not doing the rodeo counts that I need to do, because because my family, I just love my kids right now. They're just so young, and I don't want to miss out on it. Now. But uh, I I'm definitely coming back to the CFR. I'll be I'll be in Canada. Uh, I'm hoping that I get the call from Calgary because uh, I was there that one year and during COVID, and I was like, "Wow, this is an incredible rodeo." It's probably still one of my favorite rodeos. The the Sunday at Calgary is the best rodeo in the world, if you ask me. Yeah, it's the production. I mean, just from the production, I was like, "Wow, these guys got the big guns out here." <laughs> They got our Ari Alexa out here. I was like, "Wow, wow! They got a focus puller. Dang, these guys, <laughs> these guys are doing it legit up here." Yeah. And to, to, to be quite honest, I I I was watching Calgary videos early on in the beginning because Calgary was 
ahead of his time in production. Yeah, hundred <clears throat> percent. Um, but uh, that, and then I'm, uh, I'd like to be back at the NFR and hopefully, uh, get to do what I've uh wanted to do, which is film inside the arena at the NFR. Um, and that that's up to God and the people at the NFR. Um, and uh, and it it I like to be everywhere because I mm-hmm. just like to my gift to everyone that that would allow me and i need to lose some weight because that's um very physical get sweaty out there yeah carrying a camera and a gimbal around 280 easy man the rodeo keeps me healthy man at the cfr i lost like 15 pounds because i just (laughs) eat i was running everywhere and you're making moves man it was awesome it's fun to watch (laughs) well man i'm I'm honored you took the time to chat with me today and it's been super fun and and uh we'll, we'll be catching up again soon and and for those, for, where can people find you if they don't, they haven't followed you or haven't come across your stuff? Where's the best place for them to come across your stuff? Just Instagram, Make Line Productions. That's really usually where, where I live in the toilet. I sit down in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, man, my friend, thanks again for taking the time, dude. It's it's been great, and and we'll catch up again soon. Like I said, and this has been episode number seven of the short round, and we'll be back right after this. <laughs> Thanks again to Meng for taking the time to sit down with me and share his story. It is always neat to hear how non-rodeo people find their way into our world. And we are thankful for everything he and his crew do to help grow the sport we love. So thanks again to Meng. So before I let you all go, I have some news and notes to pass along. Uh, The February issue of the Canadian Rodeo News is now live and you can head over to our website, check out exclusive stories, messages from our leadership and the newly added business section for all the info you need on the upcoming rodeo season. You got to head there for approvals, rule changes, all that types of stuff. It's pretty awesome. We put a lot of work into it so you can find everything you need right there. Also, the CPRA AGM takes place March 9th at the Acclaim Hotel at the Calgary Airport at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. So if you want to take part in that, once again, you head to our website for all the info you need and you can find the agenda and proxy form for this year's meeting. So you definitely want to check that out. And finally, the membership deadline to enter the Rimby Rodeo is February 27th. So be sure to get in all those memberships in before then if you want to hit up the first rodeo of the season, you do not want to miss out to get a leg up on the 2024 season. So get those memberships in. Well, that's going to do it for episode seven of the short round. Thanks again for listening. And do not forget to follow along on our social media pages at Pro Rodeo Canada CPRA. And we will catch you all next time. Oh.